Allie. And I'm Haley. And this is Two Kids and a Broadway Star. Here comes the general. Ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the general. The moment you've been waiting for. Here comes the general. Our guest today is Tamar Green, a.k.a. The George Washington. Washington, Washington, Washington. In Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. On Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. Okay, that's enough of that. Tamar joined the Broadway cast in January before the shutdown. But before that, he was George Washington for a year and a half during the show's run in Chicago. And he was born right here in Rochester, New York, where he went to the Eastman School and performed in some of the same local theaters we've been lucky to be a part of. He also studied at SUNY Oswego, where my dad, I mean our producer, teaches, but not music, because my dad cannot sing, like, at all. <laughs> Ready? Ready. Hi, Tamar! Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing today? <laughs> hey, thank you. So good to have you on our podcast. Yeah, thanks for so much for quote unquote coming out here <laughs> i know right quote unquote yes but it's such a pleasure it's a pleasure to speak with you both i, I love your energy this is gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> thank yeah. you so talking to you is a little extra special for us because you actually grew up in rochester new york like which is like 10 minutes away from where we live and it's a great theater community yeah. can you tell us about doing theater here and how you grew up as an actor in rochester yeah for sure um i grew up well, actually, first, I was a pianist. So I played piano from really, really young, like I was five or six years old. And uh, I was really shy. So I was nothing like you two. I was so, <laughs> so shy. And I, um, I, I always say that I, I chose the piano. I come from a big family. We all had to play an instrument. And I always say I chose the piano because it was the biggest instrument that I could hide behind. So, <laughs> so I played piano a lot. I took a lot of lessons at like Hochstein Music School. And uh, I went to School of the Arts and all that. And um, by the time I started performing more, I was performing opera stuff and all kinds of stuff in several different places around Rochester. But uh yeah, that, I'm, a, I'm a pianist first who then found the passion for the arts and for, or not for the arts, for, the, for theater and for the stage in that way. Have you ever gone gigs playing piano or like for a professional thing or did you just like play it when you were younger? Oh yeah, like you're actually on top of my piano right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of <laughs> piano. Um, I used to play in bands, uh, I've been in wedding bands uh jazz bands when i was younger and, and still do some playing now uh some producing um I've, I've i've done a lot of stuff and oh i was also in this is now switching outside of piano i was in uh in rochester i did little shop of horrors oh. i did uh oh my goodness i did rent uh, i've done <laughs> several different shows in rochester um and it really changed me actually like it really helped me figure out like that I really wanted to do this acting thing for the rest of my life yeah so that's amazing how <laughs> Just, did you get from Rochester to where you are today well I so I was in Rochester finished school uh I was in Oswego finished school I went to Eastman School of Music there in Rochester and got my master's degree in opera. Uh, it's called vocal performance and literature, but basically studying opera. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, I was teaching a lot of voice lessons, private lessons and teaching a lot of different schools in Rochester. And I was doing some opera stuff 
locally or some performing locally. That's when I did Little Shop and 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 Rent and um also what else I did The Wiz. That was another one I did oh, in yeah. in Rochester. That was a lot of fun. Um and then I started to see auditions for Broadway stuff and I never I never really knew what it was what it meant to be like actually on Broadway. I didn't really understand what that meant. And I had a teacher of mine from School of the Arts, Miss Watson, who asked me, she said, you should go because she knew I did a lot of wedding stuff, wedding band stuff and did a lot of singing. And she said, you should go audition for this Broadway show called Motown. And I said, oh, OK, yeah, I mean, I, I sing that kind of music, too. So why not? So I went to New York City and uh, I auditioned for Motown. And that was a very special wild <laughs> audition it was like I was in the Broadway theater and I went downstairs and like in the line like getting the audition and having the audition like in in an alleyway like in the hallway of the of the Broadway theater and I was like oh okay this is this is interesting and I sang my song in front of everybody behind me so I was a little nervous because so many people just like staring at me while you're doing your thing and you're auditioning and uh, they said thank you, and I'll, and then and then I left, and I was like, oh, okay, that's okay. I guess it's over. So I drove back to Rochester <laughs> right after that. But then they called me back. They called me and said, hey, we'd love to see you, not for Motown, but we're when we are. When I say we're, I'm talking about Telsey Casting Company. They called me and said we're doing a show called Porgy and Bess. It's a musical Broadway show. And we'd love to see you for that. And I said, okay, great. And many callbacks, driving from Rochester to New York City, auditioning again for this Broadway show. And then I got it. And that was the beginning of your Broadway me now journey. doing my Broadway journey. <laughs> yes. Who are you in Porgy and Bess? I was a like a featured ensemble member, like Fisherman, called a Fisherman. So I had a little little things I come out and sing from time to time. Yeah, you must yeah. have had to learn how to sing all the harmonies. Oh yeah, yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of complex harmonies in that show, but it's a lot of fun, it's a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. harmonies are really fun. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> After Porgy and Bess, now you're playing George Washington in Hamilton. And you spent a long time in the show in Chicago. So did auditioning for Hamilton feel different than for other auditions? It did. Now, when I first auditioned for Hamilton, I was, I, I'd done a bunch of shows at this point, and I was living in the city at this point, and I knew of the show, but it wasn't big yet, because usually when you're living in the city and you're an actor in the city, you hear about stuff before the rest of the world hears about it. Uh, and so I heard about the show, and I saw the audition notices that was um, very specific about who they were looking for. They were called, you know, the breakdowns, right? I saw the, saw the breakdowns of all the characters and I was like, okay, this looks kind of cool, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> and then I, um, I went to do a show uh, in Pennsylvania and uh, a friend of mine contacted me and said, hey, I got, I'm doing this show that I think you'd really like. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, I'm a, she was a sound engineer. She was actually working with me on Porgy and Best. So I've known her for a while. And she said, I'm doing a show. You might, you might kind of like it. It's kind of like a lay Miz, but like there's some like hip hop music in it. It's like, it, it's, it's different. I like it. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can make it. And I was doing my show and I was like, I'm sorry. I, I can't make it. Maybe when I get back to the city, I will uh, check out your show. I didn't know what it was, but as I was doing this show, I was like, 
I kept hearing the song, My Shot, right? Not throwing away my shot on TV and all the places. And they said, yeah, from Hamilton, the American musical. And I was like, wait a minute, that's, I think that's the show that my friend was on. <laughs> so, so I called her, I was like, hey, these, these, her name is Annalie. She's an audio engineer on the show. Oh. Um, but she's been in it since, since the beginning of the show. And uh, that was like my first like time. Like I went and then I saw the show that summer in the previews before it opened on Broadway and it, it changed my life. And so that's, that's the, that's like the kind of long story of the weight that, uh, uh, that the show had on me. It grew on me so much before I even auditioned. And that's, uh, that started my audition journey. And that's why it meant actually a lot more to me than many of my other auditions. Yeah. Because it's really funny because like, you're just like, Oh, it's only Hamilton. And then you're like, it's Hamilton. <laughs> right. Right. Honestly, I didn't even remember the name of the show. She said in the first time I was like, I don't remember what she, I don't know, was but it, it was, it was, I mean, this was like 20, this is 2014. I think it was, or uh, early 2015. So it was a while ago <laughs> at this yeah. point. So Hamilton was already huge when you joined the Chicago cast. How did you find your own version of Washington? Ooh, great question. Really great question. And that's one thing that I was a bit nervous about, to be honest, when I first joined, uh, because it's so huge that sometimes when things are that big and you're stepping into the role, you, you, you fear that people are going to just compare you to other people. And so obviously like Chris Jackson, right, who's amazing and originated the role of George Washington. And I was like, okay, I know I can do, I can do that. But I'm, but I'm very different than him, very different than him. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna try to be confident in what I do, right? Because I've, I've trained a lot and I, I'm, um, I know what I can do and I know what I can't do. So I can't do exactly what he did, but I can do my own thing. So that's the energy I brought into my auditions. Um, and so when I got the part and went to Chicago, I was like, okay, because a lot of shows when they're that big, a lot of the team usually says. Yeah, we're gonna do what the originals did. We're gonna do what won us Tony Awards. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so I went in there and I was like, I'm gonna do what basically what Chris Jackson does. <laughs> and I remember I sang one last time for uh, I believe it was for Alex Lacamar, who's the uh, he's the music genius behind besides you know Lynn. Alex Lacamar is the is is the music director and supervisor. And I, I sang for him and he was like, oh, that's, that's really good. It's really good. Do you want to do it that way eight times a week? And I was like, um, well, I'm just doing it the way that I thought, you know, maybe you might want to hear. And he's like, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see what you would like to, how you would like to do it. And then we'll talk about it from there. So I was really able to be myself and I was encouraged to be myself and not be anybody else. Uh, and so with that, I got, I gained the confidence to just not worry about what other people were thinking because they told me and are confident in what I do and they supported me and allowed me to be myself. Yeah, because yeah. you're doing this same thing eight times a week. You gotta spice it up a little bit. Got to That's exactly right. Got to spice it up a little bit because it'd be like it'd be boring, right? If you did the same thing or like same thing people saw when they saw the other dude. I'm like, no, I'm I'm, I'm different. You know, I'm not gonna do anything wild. I'm not gonna do backflips on stage. Like, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's why the Hamilton heads see a show like 
20 times. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you've got to see it multiple times. There's so many different when you see it from different angles of the show, you get a whole different show. So I suggest people come sit on the balcony, sit on the ground, sit on the left, sit on the right. It's so different every time you see it. So Washington is also a very different type of singing than most of the roles in Hamilton. So how do you keep your voice healthy and strong for the role? Is that something you think your opera training helped with? Oh, absolutely. What a great question. A good leading question. <laughs> um, yes, I. Washington does do a lot more uh, full out singing than a lot of the other characters. A lot of the other characters do a lot of patter or rapping and stuff. Um, and I do, you know, like Right Hand Man is, is, is kind of rapping and, and patter like. Uh, but there's a lot of other singing that I have to really make sure I'm navigating uh, well. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, let me see. Like, let me tell you what I wish I'd known when I was young and dreamed of glory. Like somewhere in there, I'm like kind of floating within that spot. But then in like one last time, I'm like fully belting. So what do I do? Yeah, I, I, I lean on my training. I lean on my opera training. I, uh, like I said earlier, I love to teach. So I always talk about like technical stuff. Like my soft palate is lifted and the back of my tongue is down here and like my lungs are nice and stretched. And so I know I can hold out the long note at the end of one last time. Uh, and I also make sure I am very careful about what I do in the daytime, right? Like I'm not yelling with people or having, you know, like doing crazy stuff. Uh, so I'm, I'm always aware of what my instrument is, is going through um, and make sure I'm practicing, make sure I'm practicing a lot. So yes, I do lean heavily on my opera training to do, to do the show because it's, it's, it is demanding. It's very demanding. So I feel like everyone in Hamilton gets to meet Lin-Manuel Miranda, which is amazing. So have you met him and what is he really like if you have? Probably amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and yes um yes i have met him um i remember the well actually the first first time i met him was when i went to see the show and i was telling that story earlier years ago and um i went and i enjoyed him because i enjoyed in the heights and I, I knew of that show at that point which is a great show and the movie is now out until actually no it's i think it's out in june I saw it, we had an early pre-screening, so I was able to see it with, with Hamcast, but there's gonna be a show, it's so good, it's so good, so watching the heights. Um, but anyway, yeah, I saw, I saw, I met him years ago, met him on stage, I took a picture with him, I'm like, man, you were, you're incredible, you really are, you're, you're, you're awesome. Uh, and then I was not in the show at that point, but now I'm doing the show, and I was on Broadway last year, and I remember he, uh, kind of I was getting ready to go like got my suit on everything on the top of the show ready to get get on the stage from stage right and then a dude comes in with his hoodie on <laughs> and just kind of runs past me a little bit and then takes off his hoodie and I was like just I just kind of glanced at him for a minute and I kept walking I was like oh hey that's that is that is Lin-Manuel Miranda like I, I was like hey what's going on are you are you gonna watch the show now he's like oh, I'm just gonna be here for a little bit and I was like Okay, cool, cool. So I'm doing the show for Lynn now. I was, cool. okay, I'm not nervous. You're nervous. Oh. <laughs> you're about? Uh, just having, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda watch your performance. You're just trying to have a casual conversation the... with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Totally. <laughs> so casual. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm just going to go on stage now and, and sing your lines. So don't, don't mind me. I'll be back. <laughs> so he's, he's cool. I'm not nervous about messing up or anything. 
So, not, not at all. No. <laughs> did he give you any advice for playing George Washington? Uh, I just had brief encounters actually with him. Um, I know he saw my auditions when I was uh, on video when we were auditioning, uh, but he wasn't. He wasn't in the room when I was auditioning, and then I saw him before the show. Uh, and we just had casual conversations and then I saw him again. I mean, I've met him a couple of times. We're just like, hey, we're just at the opening party now when like he's there and we talk or like there was the Hamilton exhibition in Chicago and he was there and I, you know, we met there. Uh, but but no, I had to, my conversations about the role have been mostly through the director, Tommy Kell um, and Andy Blankenbuehler, who's the choreographer. That's been most of my uh and my own research, of course. So Broadway yeah. is finally reopening in September. Finally, finally. Have you been back for rehearsals yet? No, rehearsals begin August 16th, I believe is when rehearsals start. So yeah, you heard it here first. I don't think, I don't, I don't believe anyone knows that yet. <laughs> so I'm really excited to see my cast again. It has been it has been a long time. I've done a lot of virtual stuff with many of them, but I'm so excited to get back into the room where it happened with them. <laughs> oh, he pulled out a Hamilton line. Yes, got to, got to. So did you, um, have you like forgotten your lines or have you been like practicing every day? I definitely have forgotten some lines, yep. Yep, I, uh, it'll be it'll be like riding a bike. But I, I definitely right now I, I I'm this is why I'm glad to have some time before August because I'm like yep we're gonna have to get back into it. Got to get these words in my system. Uh, Got to watch the Disney Plus maybe a few times. <laughs> and, um, definitely. You know, and um, get it back in my system. But uh, it, it's in there. It's it's engraved. I've done it. I don't even know maybe seven hundred times or something like that. I've done the show a lot. So. Uh, yep. which, which just shows how long the pandemic was to make someone who did it like 700 times forget some of the lines. That's, yeah, that's that's true. That is very true. I mean, by the time we get back, it's September. So that'll be about a year and a half. Maybe wow. exactly a year and a half, actually, since, um, yeah. So that's a long time. So we saw that you're also a part of the Hamilton Racial Justice Task Force. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, the Hamilton Racial Justice Task Force, now called Ham for Progress. Uh, there's an Instagram page at Ham for Progress. You can check us out. Um, and we're basically just making sure that everyone is accurately heard, right? And making sure that they're including um, what the show looks like on stage with what the show should be like backstage and what other companies should be and just make sure everyone is included, make sure the show is accurately diverse with, with the management, company management, uh, casting directors and all that, just to make sure it is just fair, you know, a lot more fair. So we're doing a, a lot of work and uh, we did a lot of work with making sure people were voting and, and getting people in BIPOC communities uh, registered to vote and make sure everyone's, um, again, more more fair, more fair uh, opportunities for everyone and making sure we are investing in these communities that are traditionally not invested in. So yeah, that's the hand for progress. I'm I am really passionate about the work that we're doing and making a lot of change. Um, and it's exciting. So speaking of our communities, we also 
invite all of our guests to choose a charity and we make a donation as a thank you for being on our show. You chose the Urban League of Rochester. Can you tell us a little about what that is and why you chose it? Yeah, I, I, I've done a, a lot of different stuff um, as uh, in my, and lately, right? I've done a lot of different things um, recently. Uh, and when you guys reached out, I hadn't, I've only, I've not been to Rochester a lot in the past couple of years and my dad still lives there. And I know that if dad, if you're listening, I'll be there soon. I, I promise. <laughs> but uh, when you all, um, when you all asked about, uh, about a charity, I was thinking about, it. I was like, I, I want to think about a Rochester charity that has impacted me. And the Urban League of Rochester uh, is one of the the communities uh, and one of the organizations that I was a part of when I was younger and they helped me like build my resume and like help me find a job and and all these different things it just kind of like it was a great program that uh, gave me a lot of foundations of of the work ethic that I have today and so I wanted to you know I wanted to shout them out a little bit and 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 sponsor them a little bit you know like talk about urban league because it, it really did mean a lot to me and i haven't thought about them in a while so we ask all of our guests what advice do you have for kids like us who want to be on broadway someday oh my goodness you're y'all you, your energy is amazing i love it I, I i just can't wait to see you both on stage sometime like it's it's awesome <laughs> and, um any advice i'd have is keep that same energy and that same passion and that same good weirdness that you two have Haley and Ellie. It's really, it's really awesome. Um, <laughs> I'll say um, one, I training, you gotta like, really, if you want to do this, you have to like get in the classes, go to, you know, if it's school, I mean, I've done a lot of schooling. So I'm, I'm really a big supporter of school and training and college. Uh, but you have to train uh, to be the best, right? Cause everyone is, uh, at base, everyone's a great singer or performer usually, right? So that's the first thing you gotta do to be competitive is get really good at your craft. And then beyond that, get really good at absorbing the world and knowing everything that's going on in the world, knowing yourself included, because the more you know yourself, the better you're going to be on stage. And the more you know the world, the more depth your character can have on stage. Um, and my last piece to that, the reason why that is important is because it, I always say that acting is not pretending to be something that you're not. Acting is being yourself under different circumstances. So you have to be comfortable being yourself and seeing what you're like, what you'd be like in these other pair of shoes. Um, so that's my little, that's my little two cents on that. Yeah, because like you have to draw from your past experiences if you want to like if you want to start fake crying and like, wait, actually, can you like fake cry on stage? That is one thing I am not good at. I gotta tell you, I am oh so God, not good either. at I cannot. So hard. Oh. I cannot cry on cue. I've tried looking at the stage lights until my eyes can't take it anymore. <laughs> and I still cannot cry on cue. Past experiences, not life. I said that during fame. You gotta put the eye drops in your eyes and then run back on stage and then. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Wait a second, I gotta go cry, audience. Okay. I gotta, yeah, I gotta cry. No. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I gotta go cry. And our last questions before our surprise lightning round, which isn't a surprise anymore. We're so excited that theater is finally starting to come back, but 
there's still a lot of work that needs to be done with diversity and equality on Broadway too. What do you think people can do to help Broadway come back better? better. Ooh, my goodness. Um, what can we do? We can, <laughs> we can lead with love. You know, lead with love. I mean, it's so important. Like it's a, it's a small sentence, but it is. I believe a deep sentence. And what does it mean to lead with love? It means to listen to each other and to care about each other and know that sometimes caring for someone else and someone else's um, struggles might mean like looking at yourself and seeing how you can be better specifically. How can you be a better friend, a better ally and, and fight for things, even like whether or not they affect you personally in your personal day-to-day -day life. Um, fight for things like that, fight for the, you know, the AAPI community, for transgender community, uh, the LGBTQ plus, you know, the communities, like fight for these people, because like, we're all searching for just equality, right? We're trying to be treated equally. Yeah. And so if you see some people or see some things that are wrong in the world, and people who are not being treated, right? It doesn't matter if you agree, like with the certain way of life they're doing or whatever, you know, like, it's like, oh, I don't understand that, but cool. You like that? You're not hurting anybody? Great. You deserve to be, you know, free and to, to practice what you're practicing. This is great. Um, so fight for people, whether or not, whether or not you have personal stake in it and just support each other um, in those causes and, and dare to be uncomfortable because the whole, this, it can be uncomfortable when we face these difficult uh, topics and and things, but that's okay. Come back and do the work tomorrow and say like, oh, I've, I looked at myself and maybe I wasn't doing something so nice to someone. I'm gonna come back and try to be better today. And that's what I know, even specifically with Hamilton, you know, we've talked to the company and the producers and there were some things that were like not so great for the way, you know, some certain people um, were being treated. And we talked to them and they were like, oh, you know what? You're right. We could have handled that better. Let's do that. And they did, and they're doing it, and it's amazing. And so that's okay, you know. So that's that's the world. So just be sensitive to learning and growing together in love. That's such yeah. great advice because we're all humans. We're all pursuing happiness, as Thomas Jefferson would say. In the yes. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> well, okay. Here it's time for our um, more than one minute, one minute lightning round. Okay. All right. What do you do on your day off? Once days off are a thing again. All right, right? Um, watch TV. I love watching TV. Or play my piano. Yes. Or play piano. What is your favorite song to play on piano? Ooh, these days, it's a history has its eyes on you. I love <laughs> Yes, those are the chords of history. <laughs> so I love, I love playing. Amazing. I can't even play a note on the piano, so good job. <laughs> what do you miss most about Western New York? Oh, my goodness. Oh, what do I miss most? Oh, most? Oh, that's not fair. There's so many things. Um, um, I, I miss country sweet sauce. I miss garbage plates. Um, I miss um, uh, my family. There we go. That's the biggest one. My family. Garbage plates or Rudy's? Garbage plates. Yes. <laughs> Favorite song to sing? Um, ooh. Um I'll say right now it's Dear Theodosia. Oh yes. Yeah. Hamilton or Burr? 
Um. Oh goodness. Um. Like you know. You're right. Sorry. Yes. You're right. <laughs> What's your dream role? Cole House Walker Jr. in Ragtime. Is the George Washington costume comfortable or not? Not the beginning of Act Two one. Not the black one. But the other ones are good. <laughs> Time. Mara, <laughs> you are incredible, and we can't wait to see you back on Broadway. Thank you so much for joining us on Two Kids and a Broadway Star. Thank you both so much. Y'all are y'all are incredible. You two are amazing. So I I appreciate you. <laughs> this is awesome. I've I've really enjoyed this time. Thank you all. <laughs> Two Kids and a Broadway star, it's really important to us to keep supporting Broadway and the whole theater community. That's why we ask all of our guests to choose a charity and our parents make a donation as a thank you for being on our show. This episode supports the Rochester Urban League. We hope you'll consider making a donation of any size. You can find the link to donate in our show notes. Any amount counts. Two Kids and a Broadway star is me, Haley. And me, Ellie. We started this podcast as a way to stay connected to the theater community during the shutdown and beyond. You can follow us on Instagram at 2KidsPod and Twitter at 2KidsBWay. And you can listen to all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and 2KidsBroadway.com. Please like and subscribe. Thanks for listening.